You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. It's Wednesday, April 11th, 2012. Canine Nation is a regular feature column that runs on the Life is a Human online magazine. Life is a Human features articles about what it means to be human, the good, the bad, and the enlightening. This column explores what it means to be human in our relationship with dogs. You can find it at lifeisahuman.com. To get directly to Canine Nation, go to caninenation.lifeisahuman.com. A complete archive of all the Canine Nation articles can be found there. Hi, I'm Eric Brad. Canine Nation is about learning, understanding, and living successfully with our dogs. Modern animal training techniques based on behavioral science can produce amazing results in working with our dogs. Whether your dog is a loved family member or a working dog, a canine athlete, or a trusted companion, positive training techniques based on science can help you enjoy a more productive and fun relationship with your dog. Join us as we explore the many facets of living with our dogs and taking a fresh look at how we work with them. Whether it's taking a closer look at everyday issues we share with our dogs or busting long-standing myths about training and dog behavior, I hope you find something useful in each of the Canine Nation articles. We're glad you're with us. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Petco. Where the pets go. Petco. Where the pets go. Pet Life Radio has tail-wagging, fur-flying, fabulous deals for our listeners from Petco. Get $6 off your order of $60 or more and up to 40% off the entire Petco site. That's right. But that's not all. Because you're a Pet Life Radio listener, you'll also get free shipping on your order of $49 or more. $6 off, up to 40% off, and free shipping from Pet Life Radio and Petco. To get these awesome deals, go to PetcoDeals.com. That's PetcoDeals.com. Petco, where the pets go. I don't make any decisions about who to hire without going to Angie's List first. You'll find reviews on home repair to health care written by people just like you. With Angie's List, I know who to call, and I know the results will be fantastic. Angie's List you can trust. Go to Angie'sList.com forward slash best and get 25% off any subscription. That's Angie'sList.com forward slash best. B-E-S-T. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Confessions of a Positive Dog Trainer. For nine years now, I've been training my dogs using positive reinforcement techniques and behavioral science. It's been amazing and terrific and a hell of a lot of fun. It has changed my views on dogs and behavior and even some other ideas about relationships, both human and animal. I've discovered a large number of like-minded dog trainers who are on their own path, discovering the great things that behavioral science can make possible with our dogs. But I have a confession to make. I have been to several workshops and seminars for positive trainers. I've taught workshops on positive training and canine behavior myself, and there's an interesting phenomenon with positive training. As far as I have seen, roughly 75 to 80% of dog trainers interested in or using positive training are women. 
I'm not alone in this observation. Other trainers have told me that they have seen similar numbers. The Vancouver Island Animal Training Association Discussion Group on Facebook, a group dedicated to the humane training of animals of all species through positive and science-based training, boasts a membership of 63 as of this writing. Only two of them are men. Some in the dog training world have attributed this phenomenon to positive training appealing to the nurturing nature of women. Others have said women prefer the non-confrontational approach that positive training provides. Whatever the reason for this gender-skewed interest in positive training, the dogs benefit greatly from it. While these reasons may certainly be true, they have nothing whatsoever to do with why I have become such a strong supporter of positive training and behavioral science. The truth is, I'm fundamentally a lazy person, and this stuff just works without a lot of effort once you know how to do it. I know, I know. It would sound so much better if it was all about minimizing conflict and being concerned about the emotional health of dogs as they work with their trainers. It would be great if I had some more noble purpose for choosing positive reinforcement over other training methods. But the bottom line is that this stuff wasn't hard to learn, it makes perfect sense to me, and when I use it as I was taught, I can train my dog amazingly quickly. What she learns sticks with her without a lot of drilling over and over to be sure that she has got it. I can easily string learned behaviors together to make new behaviors, and most importantly, the process is repeatable with easily understood components so I can adjust my training should things need to be changed here or there. So there, my secret is out. I'm a positive trainer because I've never found an easier way to work with dogs. Nothing more noble or high-minded than that. This stuff just works, and it works every time, on every dog. Yes, I said every dog. If it doesn't work, you either aren't doing it right, or there's actually something wrong with your dog. And I suggest you see your veterinarian about it. The mystery to me is why more men are not getting involved with positive training. I really want to believe that our male drive to do less and get more for our effort can overcome our other male drive to dominate and control things in our environment. Like our dogs, for instance. It seems kind of like a free lunch to me, or at the very least, a second helping for no extra charge. Give me a clicker, a bag of treats, a few toys the dog likes, and I can teach them nearly anything they can physically or mentally do. And the best part is, once those behaviors are trained, I can even get rid of the clicker, treats, and toys. Those are just a temporary part of the beginning process for teaching behaviors. As a male, behavioral science just makes sense to me. And no wonder. All of the key figures in the foundation of behavioral science are men. B.F. Skinner, Edward Thorndike, Ivan Pavlov, all of these made major contributions to the field in the early 20th century. The psychology of operant and classical conditioning is well documented in thick textbooks offering a wealth of experimental data to support the findings. Processes are well documented, conclusions are arrived at through precise and logical reasoning. In short, guys should eat this stuff up. Just like engineering or woodworking, positive training in behavioral science has its blueprints and plans, its definitions and specific terms. For me, learning positive training was like learning any other craft. I needed to understand the concepts and apply them with careful practice to develop my skills. If this sounds like a formula for becoming a great baseball player or guitar player, that's exactly what it sounds like to me, too. While the roots of behavioral science may feature men, the late 20th century has produced some incredible women who have contributed to the field of behavioral science and positive training with animals of many species. 
Karen Pryor, Brenda Aloff, Pamela Reed, Alexandra Horowitz, Susan Friedman, Sophia Yin, Kathy Sedeo, Patricia McConnell, the list can go on and on. The contributions of such women have been incredibly important to moving us forward in understanding and training animals. Perhaps it is because of the example set by these women that positive training is so popular among women today. What I cannot understand is why men would want to be left behind in all of this advancement. I mean, if a woman dropped by the tennis courts and showed me a simple way to improve my backhand, I'd be incredibly grateful and eager to learn more. So, okay, I did it because it was easy, it worked, and I understood the simple rationality of positive training in behavioral science. I didn't jump into it to save the world or save the dogs or anything like that. But you know what? I got some of that for free. Sure, in the beginning I found that cooperative training was easier than confrontational training, and easy is good. I started out in positive training with less than noble goals, but I ended up doing the right things, even if it was for the wrong reasons. Positive training is less stressful for the dogs and other animals. It has done incredible things to change my relationship with dogs for the better. I understand dogs a lot better now. Their behavior and motivations make sense to me, and I've learned to communicate with them in a way that helps them understand my behavior much better as well. Kind of like having your cake and eating it too, isn't it? I'm training my dog in a more humane and effective way. I'm using the latest information to be smarter about my dog and training her. And I'm spending half the energy doing it this way. Isn't that just the perfect solution for a lazy 21st century dog-loving male? Anyway, it works for me. Until next time, have fun with your dogs. I hope you enjoyed this edition of Canine Nation. You can find the text version of it at caninenation.lifeisahuman.com. You can join our discussion about dogs and dog training on Facebook. Just search for Canine Nation to get to our group. You can ask for membership, and we'll add you to our growing family. If you can spread the word about the podcast or link to our caninenation.lifeisahuman.com page, we would certainly appreciate it. That's it for now. Thanks for listening. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Introducing the new Brett Michaels Pets Rock Collection, exclusively at PetSmart. I created it for the pets that rock your world. Shop the Brett Michaels Pets Rock Collection and celebrate PetSmart's 25th anniversary with up to 25% off thousands of items on the PetSmart site. Plus, free shipping on orders of $49 or more. Go to PetSmartDeal.com. That's PetSmartDeal.com. P-E-T-S-M-A-R-T-D-E-A-L.com.